and they dropped their leaves one by one to the ground. Under the wild apple trees, wild, wild apple trees in the pasture, the red little apples lay thick on the ground. The sheep gnawed, 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 gnawed them, and the geese ground. And the geese gnawed, gnawed them. And the foxes came in the night and sniffed them. One evening, just before Christmas, snow began falling. It covered house and barn and fields and woods. Wilbur had never seen snow before. When morning came, he went out and plowed the drifts in his yard for the for the fun of it. <laughs> Fern and Avery arrived, dragging a sled. They coasted down the line, lane, lane, and out into the frozen pond in the pasture. Onto. Into the frozen pond in the pasture. Coasting is the most fun there is, said Avery. The most fun there is, retorted Fern. Is when the Ferris wheel stops, and Henry and I are in the top car, and Henry makes a car makes the car swing, and we can see everything for miles and miles and miles. Goodness, are you still thinking about that? Oh, Ferris wheel," said Avery in disgust. She won't see it. The fair was weeks and weeks ago. I think about it all the time," said Fern, picking the snow from her hair. From her? Yeah. After Christmas, the thermometer dropped to ten below zero. Cold settled on the world, and the, the pasture was blank, bleak, bleak, and frozen. Cows stayed in the barn all the time now, except on sunny mornings when they went out and stood in the barnyard to lean off the straw pile. The sheep stayed near the barn too for protection. When they were thirsty, they ate snow. The geese hung around the 
the the way boys hanging around a drugstore, and Mr. Zuckerman fed them corn and turnips to keep them cheerful. a cozy nest in the barn behind the green bins. He lined it with bits of dirty newspapers and rags, and whenever he found a trinket or a keep Keep. Keep. Keepsake. Good. He carried it home and stored it there. He continued to visit Wilbur three times a day. Is it exactly at meal time? <laughs> And Wilbur kept the promise he had made. Wilbur let the rat eat first. Then, when Templeton couldn't hold another mouthful, Wilbur would eat. As the result of overeating, Templeton grew bigger and fatter than any rat you ever saw. <laughs> as big as this book. Wow. He was gigan- gigantic. He was as big as a young woodchuck. <laughs> the old sheep spoke to him about his size one day. You would live longer, said the old sheep, if you ate less. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to live forever, sneered the rat. I am naturally a heavy eater, and I get untold satisfaction from the pleasures of the feast. He patted his stomach, grinned at the sheep, and crept upstairs to lying down. All winter, Wilbur watched over Charlotte's egg sack. 
as though he were guarding his own children. He had scooped out a special place in the manure for the sack next to the board fence. On very cold nights, he lay so that his breath would warm it. For Wilbur, nothing in life was so important as this small round object. Nothing else mattered. Potentially, patiently. patiently, he waited, awaited the end of winter and the coming of little spiders. Life is always a rich and steady time when you are waiting for something to happen or to hatch. When winter ended at last, he, I heard the frogs today, said the old sheep one evening. Listen, you can hear them now. Wilbur stood still and cocked his ears from the pond in the trill chores came the voices of hundreds of little frogs. Springtime, said the old sheep. Thor thought thoughtfully. Another spring as she walked away. Wilbur saw and knew Lamb following her. It was only a few hours old. The snows melted and ran away. The streams and ditches grumbled and shouted. Ditches? The B. Bubbled, bubbled and chattered with rushing water. A sparrow with sturdy breast arrived and sang. The light strengthened. The mornings came sooner. Almost every morning there was another new lamb in the sheepfold. <laughs> the goose was sitting on nine eggs. Wow. The sky seemed wider and a warm wind blew. And the last remaining shreds of Charlotte's old web floated away and vanished. One sunny morning, 
One. Fine sunny morning. After breakfast, Wilbur stood watching his precious sack. He wasn't thinking of anything much. As he stood there, he noticed something new. He stepped closer and stared. A tiny spider crawled from from the sack. It was no bigger than a grain of sand. No bigger than the head of a pig. Its body was gray and a black gray with with a black stripe underneath. Its legs were gray and tiny. It looked just like Charlie. Wilbur trembled all over when he sighed. A little spider waved at him. Then Wilbur looked more closely. Two more little spiders crawled out and waved. They climbed round and round on the sack, exploring their new world. Then three more little spiders, then eight, then ten. Charlotte's children were here at last. Wilbur's heart pounded. He began to squeal. Then he raced raced in circles. to the air. Then he turned a backflip. <laughs> then he planted his front feet and came to stop in front of Charlie's shoulders. Hello there, he said. This first spider said hello. But its voice was so small Wilbur couldn't hear it. I am an old friend of your mother's, said Wilbur. I'm glad to see you. Are you all right? Is everything all right? The little spiders waved their forelegs at him. Wilbur could see by the way they acted that they were glad to see him. just waved. For several days and several nights they crawled here and there, up and down, around and about, waving at Wilbur, trailing tiny drag lines behind them, and exploring their home. There were dozens and dozens of Wilbur couldn't count them, but he knew that he had a great many new friends. They grew quite rapidly.
Soon each was a big as a BB shoot. Shot. Shot. They made tiny webs near the sack. Then came a quiet morning when Mr. Zuckerman opened a door on the north side. A warm draft of wishing of of raising rising rising air blew softly through the bars. The air smelled of the damp earth of the source spruce woods spruce woods of the sweet springtime the baby spiders felt warm adrift one spider climbed to the top of the fence then it did something that came as a great surprise to Wilbur. The spider stood on its head, pointed its spinnerets, and the hair in the air, and let loose a cloud of lime silk. The silk formed a balloon. As Wilbur watched, the spider let go of the the fence and rose into the air. Goodbye, it said as it sailed through the doorway. Wait a minute, screamed Wilbur. Where do you think you're going? But Spider was already out of sight. Baby Spider. Then. Then another baby spider crawled to the top of the fence saw it on its head, made a balloon, and sailed away. Then another spider. Then another. The air was soon filled with tiny balloons, each balloon carrying a spider. Wilbur was frantic. Charlotte's babies were desperate. Disappearing at a great rate. Come back, children, he cried. Goodbye, they called. Goodbye, goodbye. At last, one little spider took time enough to stop and talk to Wilbur before making its balloon. We're leaving here on the warm updrift. This is our moment for setting forth. And we are Aerotoots. Aerotoots. Aerotoots? Aeronauts. 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 And we are going out into the world to make webs for ourselves. But where? asked Wilbur. Whenever the wind takes us, 
Hi, low, near, far, east, west, north, south. We take to the breeze. We go as we please. And all of you are you going? Asked Wilbur. You can't all go. I would be left alone with no friends. Your your mother wouldn't want that to happen. I'm sure. The air was now so full of balloons that the barn cellar looked almost as though the mist was glassing. Balloons by the dozy feet were breezing, circling, and drifting away through the door, sailing off on the gentle wind. Cries of goodbye, goodbye, goodbye came weakly to Wilbur's ears. He couldn't bear to watch anymore. In sorrow, he sank to the ground and closed his eyes. This seems like the end of the world. To be deserted by child's children. Wilbur cried himself to sleep. Then he woke. When he woke, it was late afternoon. He looked at the egg sack. It was empty. He looked into the air. The blue mists were gone. Then he walked drearily to the doorway where Charlotte's wood used to be. There he was standing there thinking of her. Then Where? when he heard a small voice. Celebrations, it said. I'm up here. So am I, said another tiny voice. So am I, said the thir- a third voice. There Three of us are staying. We like this place, and we like you. Wilbur looked up at the top of the door. Three small webs were being constructed. On each web, working busily, was one of Charlotte's daughters. Can I take this to me? Asked Wilbur. That you have definitely 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 decided to live here in the bar cellar and that I am going to have three friends? You can indeed, said the spiders. What are your names, please? Asked Wilbur, trembling with joy. I'll tell you my name, replied the first little spider. If you'll tell me why you are trembling. I'm trembling with joy, said Wilbur. Then my name is Joy. 
said this first item. What was my mother's middle in term? Middle E? Middle in in initial asked the second spider. A said Wilbur. Then my name is Arania. Arania. Arania, said the spider. How about me? asked the third spider. Will you just pick out a nice, sensible name for me? Something not too long, not too fancy, and not too dumb. Wilbur thought hard. Really? He's excited. Five. He's a... He's a... He suggested. Five. I like that very much, said the third spider. You may call me Lulu. She dentally fisted... Dentally fastened. Fastened her... Or flying to the next spoke of the web, Wilbur's heart brimmed with happiness. He felt that he should make a short speech on the very important occasion. Joy, Aranka, Neely, he began. Arania. Arania. Neely, he began. Welcome to the barn cellar. You have chosen a hollow doorway from which you're to string your webs. I think it is only fair to tell you that I was devoted to your mother. I owe my very life to her. She was brilliant, beautiful, and loyal to the end. I shall always treasure her memory to you, her daughters. I pledge my friendship. I pledge. I pledge my friendship forever and ever. I pledge mine, said Joy. And do I do too, said Arania. And so do I, said Neely, who had just managed to catch a small gem. A small net. Net. Very good. That it was a happy day for Wilbur. And many more. Happy tranquil days followed. As time went on, the months and years came and went. He was never without friends. Fern did not come regularly to the barn anymore. She was growing up and was she. Careful. Careful. 
careful. And was care careful to avoid childish no child childish things like sitting on a milk stool near the pig pen. But Charlotte's children and grandchildren and great grandchildren year after year lived in the doorway. Each spring there were new little spiders hatching out to take the place of the old. Most of them sailed away on their balloons, but always two or three stayed and sat up housekeeping the doorway. Mr. Zuckerman took fine care of Wilbur all the rest of his days. And the pig was often visited by friends and admirers, for nobody ever forgot the year of his triumph and miracle of web. Life in the barn was very good, night and day, winter and summer, spring and fall, jewel days and bright days. It was the best place to be, thought Wilbur. This warm, delicious cellar with the garrulous geese. With the garrulous? Garrulous geese. The changing seasons. The haste of the sun. The passage of swallows. The nearest of rats, the salmonids, same, sameness, sameness of sheep, the love of spiders, the smell of manure, and the glory of evening, and the glory of love everything. Wilbur ever forgot, ne- never forgot Charlotte. Although he loved her children and grandchildren dearly, none of new spiders ever quite took her place in his heart. She was in the class by herself. It is not often that someone comes along who is a true friend and a good writer. Charlotte was both. The end. That's the end. Very good. So that was Charlotte's Web. Bye, guys. See you later. See you later. See you later. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.